There she is. Lisa, we are literally just saying we haven't seen you in forever. Forever. Welcome back to another episode of Spadoris. And we are so excited because we have finally, after a few weeks without (laughs) anybody, it's just been Hyann and I talking, we have a guest. We are so excited to have Lisa Ryan, one of our amazing SL peeps here. And she is going to answer some questions for us and tell us some stories. And then we're going to play a game as true millennials would. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. It is awesome to get to talk to you all. It's been too long and I'm happy to be here. I thought of you the other day. I checked out a library book with my daughter and have you ever heard of this book? No. It's about a little bear. It's got little hearing aids. And he goes to the audiologist. It's the thing. I was like, I love that. And it's here. So I was like, I need to show Bailey this book. I love that. That, that is, is so sweet. Yeah, that is sweet. Audio. I'm going to have to like write this down and get it. I'll send you a picture of it. It's really cute. It's just got this yes. little bear's having trouble, and then he goes to the audiologist and he gets ear mold. It's just like, oh, this is beautiful. Oh. Where was this book two years ago when I needed it? I love it. Listeners, <laughs> the book is titled "Can Bears Ski?" In case you want it for your own child or children. Yeah. That is so cute. I love it. Sponsored, but yeah, that's adorable. Our Uh, first question is: Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you chose speech. So Lisa is a speech language pathologist, and we know her because we worked with her in a previous district together for a while. Yes, yes. So this will be my eleventh year in speech pathology. Um, Said I am a mom of three. I'm married. Um, I take a lot of what I learn at work into my home life. I've hit this point in my career in my life where they're starting to overlap, which is really kind of interesting. Um, Very different than when I started out as a therapist. And the thing that drew me to speech, I knew when I was pursuing undergrad, I wanted to do something that involved working with others And something that just had a lot of impact, something that was very meaningful. I was drawn towards therapy. Um, I'm probably an occupational therapist, like at heart. I just Mm -hmm. love the sensory base and all that, uh, that comes with it, but communication and then feeding and swallowing, which I have a little bit of a background in just felt so crucial. So critical to me. It was like the piece that parents became most frustrated with when you have an injury or when you're developing, you, if you can't communicate with your parent, your child, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, whoever that person is, you're going through something with, if they couldn't communicate, that seemed to be the thing that drove them to the most frustration, kind of being the area that was like, if we can just get them communicating, that everything else will fall into place. And so it felt like this, I don't know, kind of an internal drive to just say, I'm going to niche my way into some part of this and see where it goes. I just, I wanted to add, you actually have a very nice voice. Like, I feel when you talk, I'm like so calm on the podcast. Did you get that, Bailey? I was like, oh my God, her voice is so lovely. Um, <laughs> um You, t- how old are your kids? You have three. So I have how old three kids now. They are two, One. four, and six. What? what? Oh my gosh. And we are done having kids. 
I'll jump on the pet bandwagon next, like you all. That's the way to do it. <laughs> do you have any pets? No, no pets right we now. Don't right now, which is very atypical for us. Um, so, but the three kids is plenty. I was going to say with three kids, that's more <laughs> yeah. than enough. Yeah. Two, four, six, two in age. I think yeah. yeah I think we're like yeah. Yeah. nice and yeah. together. It's a delightfully chaotic environment every single day, and it's just, it's it's fun. It's crazy. It's yeah. fun. Oh I God. love that. And like, I, I know you told me, so are you homeschooling all three of them or so, just two? Sorry, I'm just, I'm dabbling in it right now with my four-year-old. Okay. Oh, okay. The, um, to see how it goes. I was afraid, uh, my six-year-old is in first grade now. And so okay. he's in, um, a Vanguard program and he's kind of gotten a friend group and he's, he's okay. in a little routine and I, wasn't sure I wanted to disrupt that yet until I felt confident yeah. in myself. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm learning a lot with my four-year-old. We're learning together and so much of what I have done through speech. I am now doing it home with her. So I feel it's kind of neat to see that you put all your energy into your clients one day. And then now I feel like I'm getting to yeah. put a lot of into my household, which has been nice. Yeah. Are, so do so you have yeah, two boys and a girl, or yes, boy, girl, okay. boy. I th- yeah, oh, like that's perfect. Bailey, right? Don't you? Lisa, have- yes, that is literally <laughs> my family. Boy, girl, boy. Yes, I love that. Oh my gosh, she's gonna be set for life. It's so great. Strong-willed <laughs> little girl. Yeah, older brother, younger brother. She's, she's gonna be perfect. stubborn. <laughs> she's gonna be spicy, but we love all it. of those we things. Yeah. I always joke around with my brothers too, that because I'm the only girl, I am the favorite, but I'm sure you guys don't actually have favorites and my parents don't either. (laughs) But there there is something about that only girl that like, there is. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Okay. So every time we have somebody on the podcast that knows us both, Mm -hmm. we always ask this question. So, and you have to be open and honest. um, No feelings will be hurt. Okay. (laughs) What was your first impression of Bailey? Like very first working with her or meeting first her. First impression of Bailey. I was impressed that you were a very, both of you, actually, this is true to both of you. You were both very young in your roles. And that was something that you don't generally see in a lot of larger industries. Um, so that's really kind of both of you actually that yeah. you were and incredibly knowledgeable. Um very much, I think, especially with Bailey, having her recent background in the classroom, she was so connected to what was happening on a campus, what a teacher, a therapist, and a campus, because they're all kind of their own little world, was capable of doing and where support was needed. And you were just really good at like figuring that out and not being afraid to stand up for it. Send an email, write a letter, call somebody and just stand up for your team. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I regularly tell people that the uh, committee that hired me was crazy for letting me at 26 years old run that department. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. They were not crazy, but I remember you mentioning something like around your birthday about your age. And I was like, you're 20. What? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Much it's older awesome. now, listeners. I am much older now, but um, <laughs> at the time, yes. I love that. No, it was so great just coming like straight from the classroom into that because I do think that gave like a different perspective. But um, okay, well, you said a little bit about your first impression of Hyann, but what was your first impression of Hyann when you met her? I remember 
I'm trying to remember meeting Hyann actually I met her on an individual campus one day and I just love that nothing stops her like she will come into a campus she will come into a department and when something needs to be done there's an objective there's a task there's a need especially if there's a child with something that's maybe not being met quick enough Hyann just gets it done like I feel like there's no excuses and and then I remember when you first took over the department and you were just on fire. I mean, your energy, your passion for truly leading a large group of people and your drive behind that was really inspiring. I mean, it was, it was awesome to see because that's not in everybody. That's not something everybody can do. And you're really good at it. You're so sweet. Thank you. That was so kind. I remember meeting you too, though. I, we were at that elementary and I was like that year I was assigned to just like help multiple people. Right. Yeah. And I just, but I was like, Oh my gosh, I just remember you being a really good therapist in the sense of like, um, you did like a hot chocolate thing. Do you remember that for like the holidays? Oh, yeah. And the following, teach, yeah. yeah. But it was like, she's teaching like functional skills, like how to make hot chocolate. And it doesn't mean like they need like a pot with water, like they can do it in a microwave. So I really, that's one of the very first, memories that I have working with you was like you always had the kids and they like loved coming to speech therapy it was really sweet so oh thank you I love that I I also like funny stories about Lisa and and if you if you're listening you guys do remember that we had um princess on the show really early on and Lisa and princess were both at the campus that I had just come from and y'all shared an office. And I remember so many times going into that office and just being like, y'all, we're having a day. Like, I just let it all out. And you guys were so good about like joking or playing or laughing. There was one time where I was having like an actual problem in my personal relationship. And Lisa and Princess were like, pack your bags. We're going on a road trip. We're going to go. We're going to drive across states to deal with this. And I was like, no, y'all, it's fine. And they were like, no, we're going right now. And so it was just so funny. And I just miss that. Like, I miss that so much. Just like having, yeah, yeah like your people uh, around you and so close. So um, yeah, outside of just like even being a great therapist and supporting princess and like the work that you guys did together, also just being like a good friend and supporting oh. everybody. We, Thank you. So great. We love you. Lisa. I know we do. We really do. So tell us what you're doing now. I know you said that you're dabbling in homeschool. I am dabbling in homeschool. I am taking a uh, temporary break from my professional speech career. Um, hmm. Focus on family. I was working full-time for a long time, kind of dropped to part-time as our family grew. And, um, in the current moment, just very recently, I've decided to take a little leave of absence from my career. So I don't have any current exciting career news, um, except that I am. Like, I would say homeschooling is exciting. And like, that is exciting in itself. It's 11 years is a long change. time. Yeah, it yeah. is. And I think since COVID, homeschooling has just become really popular across mm-hmm. the state. There's a lot of hybrid programs that are opening up, university models where students are in the classroom two or three days a week and they're learning at home the rest of the week. And so um, it's just kind of this new, I'm calling it post-pandemic world we're living in that I'm very interested in. I think our kids learn so much at home. Our kids, we want to be the biggest influence on our kids' lives. So we're yeah. trying to time with them while they still want to be with us. I was gonna while say, they still want to be there. Yeah. Cause when they get older, it's it. rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. 
Lisa, what is one thing that you would say you miss about like the typical SLP job of working on a campus or working in a district? What, what, is, what is the one thing you would say you miss about it? I really miss the family connections. Those, when you can meet a child and meet a family that's just struggling and they're coming to you for help and you know you can be that solution. And when you get to that point that it kind of comes full circle and you've earned their trust, you've worked with that kid, you know that family and you're on the back end of that, like you get that dismissal or you just get that next set of goals where you're kind of moving past the the angst in a family, that sadness, that hard time, and you're getting them to a point in therapy where they can see their kid's going to be able to communicate. Their kid has a plan. Their kid's going to be okay. That's, I miss that. I miss that part of it. Like that, that real therapy time is, yeah. Or that therapy time, which I say there's a better word for that. I'm an SLP. You can't think of a word, but <laughs> it's okay. Oh, that's so sweet. No, it does. It does make sense. And I'm so glad that like you actually, cause I, cause, um, Bailey and I've had this conversation, but like, you know, Lisa, whenever we, it, I think in a, in a school district, it gets so like the paperwork can be like very draining yes. on people. And it gets to the point where people like, as a speech therapist, you just want to do one or the other. Like, you're just like, listen, I can't bear to do therapy on top of all the evals and the writing and the Medicaid and all of that stuff. So mm -hmm. I just want to do one or the other. And it always made me really sad when therapy was kind of just not like, part of it, you yeah. know? And it's like, that's the biggest part. Like, that's what you're talking about. Like with the family connection, it's, it's what drives kind of, the, like you said, the plan and how parents can see progress and whatnot. So I love right. that you're so involved. Okay. Tell us one thing you did not like about your work. Schedule changes. I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like to make a plan and stick to the plan. And then you'd have a plan and like, you find yeah. out very, very school specific speech, but you, you would find out on a campus, oh, we've reworked lunch and ancillary and dismissal. So yes. everything you plan for, you're going to have to redo. And then when you're supervising CFs and SLPAs and you've got four yeah. of them on the verge of tears yeah. because they finally have a plan and now they really have to, it's trash. They just have to yeah. rework everything they've done. I don't miss that. That was, that was... <laughs> You're like, uh, not for me. Wait, so I have a question. You've been doing it for 11 years. Have you ever done it in any other state outside of Texas? No, only in Texas. Okay. Oh, only in Texas, different settings, but only in Texas. I was going to say okay. what set, like what settings, what have you, like, I mean, obviously you've done schools, public schools. Have you done like home health or private? Like what is, have you done any of those? Straight out of grad, all through grad school, I worked in a university clinic that was a part of our graduate program, which I love. So like the kind of the private practice feel, you had yeah. your appointments, your kids showed up or they didn't, but you were just in yeah. one location. Yeah. Um, and then right out of, uh, and then through grad school, I did acute care, which I loved acute care. Um, all the modified barium swallow studies, mostly stroke and TBI patients. So actually right after grad school, I went straight into um, assisted living, long-term care and skilled nursing, mm -hmm. uh, working with all adults. And I loved oh, wow. that as well. Um, and that's probably where the functional stuff comes in. I worked with mostly adults for the beginning of my career. And so when I entered the pediatric school setting, it's like, well, this needs to make sense for what you're doing. Yeah. You know, you're not right. I had to learn to be crafty. I had to learn to be like puppety and playful. Yeah. Like, no, if we're going to make, we're going to do hot chocolate. 
it's yeah it's, you know we're gonna learn to follow directions in a functional sense we're gonna learn to Absolutely. communicate our basic needs so and then I, I continued to do PRN um in the medical setting for a couple of years until the school and pediatric setting became pretty Primary. busy to where yeah I yeah, yeah. yeah enough <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, love so you've it. had a lot of different experiences. Um, so then this one's just really broad and you can kind of do whatever you want and tell us whatever you want, but just tell us one of your like favorite stories, whether it be funny or silly or inspiring um, in your work and your time as an SLP. I think a surprising one that comes to mind was actually a 21, almost 22 year old student at a campus. And I was surprised by him because a lot of people, I think, write those kids off. Like they've been in school. This particular kid was visually impaired um, and had a lot of behavior issues, secondary diagnoses. And he just was kind of in school to be in school. But Mm -hmm. I don't feel like there was a lot he's kind of on a maintenance plan you would say like yeah letting go he had an amazing teacher the spectacular teacher who was really trying to improve his communication before he graduated because he was going to be entering um a type of part adult daycare program where they were worried about his behaviors and again it goes back to the teacher who just really cared for this kid and and didn't let him just go through the motions she advocated for him and instead of this kid hitting all the time we were able to incorporate a uh, tactile communication system for him to indicate no and stop so he could make his peace with the world instead of hitting and spinning and it worked and it totally worked it was his senior year of high school and so he was able he was able to walk around with this you know we started on his desk and then it became um on a lanyard if I remember correctly and he would walk around with it and he would just use that it was a way for him to say hey leave me alone yeah hey stop and he quit hitting and so I I just remember feeling like okay like don't write these kids off like they're they can still do so much you know you're you're 21 22 but there's still more to learn you can keep going so yeah an inspiring story brought on by that teacher for sure who brought it to our attention attention yeah it's like I'm glad that I'm I like the happy ending but I guess I was like really sad that he had to be 21 and to figure that out (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's like what, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. what are you doing people? Yeah. All of the other teachers. I know. I know it was her first <laughs> all year of the other years. Yeah. All of the other years. And it was my first year at this particular campus too. So it was like learning a lot of learning at that point, um, a setting for children with multiple disabilities, uh, a lot of severe cases. And yeah. we did one good thing that year. We did, if anything, <laughs> No, that's so sweet. I don't know why it reminds me of this story in elementary, which is even worse, but it was this fifth grader who like somebody request or the parent requested an AT evaluation and, you know, the parent, you know, they were going to go through the assistive technology. And I remember pulling the kid and like gave him an iPad and he literally typed like all, like all sorts of things. Like my name is whatever. I like all this stuff. And I remember going to the teacher saying like, hey, like, have you guys ever tried using like an iPad with them? And they're like, no. And I said, look at the stuff that, you know, he's, he's doing. And they were like, oh my God, he can read. Like that was literally their response to me was he can read. Wow. And I'm like, you totally missed it. I can't like, not stand only can you. He read. Yeah. He can read, he can write, he can type. Like, and he comprehended my question because I would ask him a question and then he would re- re- type the answer. And so they were like, oh my God, like we had no idea. I know teachers get so 
busy and yeah. bogged down and it's sad yes for sure no absolutely this I'm is like, why we need more therapists in schools and more funding yes. for more therapists and more support and absolutely and like class size like maybe we shouldn't oh. have like 12 kids in one classroom if we have yes. specific needs yeah you know yes. so yeah that part was sad um this I'm gonna go off track a little bit because we have this fun game but the only I, I had another question is so you've been in it for 11 years. What advice would you give to Ooh, yeah. a, like a first year SLP who's going into the school district, mm-hmm. like in any school district? I would tell them to be very, and I actually have told my CFs this, the new grads coming out who are like overwhelmed and I tell them to be patient with themselves. I feel like, especially in the school setting, you deal with a unique set of challenges because of the changing environment, the caseload sizes in general, even small caseloads are a lot of kids. That's a lot of families. It's a lot of schedules. And I tell them to be patient with themselves. You're going to have like almost predict the bad days. Give yourselves till new year's to just allow yourself Mm -hmm. this time because it, it is overwhelming. And if you think it's not going to be overwhelming, you will go running before labor day. They'll be gone. (laughs) Yeah. And some of them do. It's Very really true. bad. Like, like yeah. you, you, you have to keep pushing through the hard for a while because it is, it is quite a challenge. Um, and I think that people don't realize that. I think that there's this kind of lack of understanding of what the school system involves. People think, oh, mm-hmm. it's just school. It's there's maybe it's not seen or heard of a lot and people expect it to be easy and fun and ABCs and one, two, threes. And it, yeah, ain't. it is anything, but it ain't. Be patient with yourself as a new therapist and seek help. It is very easy to get overloaded and overwhelmed. So finding a community of therapists around you in your district, I think is very important. Sometimes it's a little things like asking for a therapy idea or therapy supplies or how to schedule things or how to prioritize your work, but just asking like someone you can text really quickly comfortably makes a big difference no absolutely that's like and it's actually really interesting too because I I I do agree like people that come like even not even like first year graduate students Mm -hmm. like anybody that's just switching like a Mm -hmm. setting like I've had people that have come from like a clinical setting and they're like what the f is this paperwork and it's true because in a medical setting you take a silk note that takes you 2.5 seconds to write and you're done you know what I mean so it's like it's such a different ball game and so right away that was like you see your patient you chart it you're done you You don't 32 kids in one day and then have 32 notes you didn't do at 4 30 in the afternoon and Mm -hmm. it doesn't pile up the same way Right. Exactly. And write an eval report in the meantime, you know, yeah. so like, and there's yeah, an art tomorrow that we forgot to tell you about. So if you can make some goals, those are the worst. You're like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I remember one time, like a speech therapist, like they were so mean to her. And I, I, she came to my office one time. She's like, I, they, they called me to tell me that like, she was being non-compliant for art meetings. And so she came to my office and we like talked about it. And she was like, listen, like I can't go to these arts last minute. And she's right. Like if you if we're required to give a five-day notice to other to parents, you're gonna give a five-day notice to us. And so I remember like calling the the campus with the month speaker and I just like straight up asked, and I'm like, are you giving adequate time for her to accept and write the plaque? And they were like, uh, and I was like, Yeah, reschedule it. Have a great what day. Would you consider adequate. Because I did tell her 
last night at 9 p.m. in right. email. So right. she should have seen it this morning by eight and it's done for <laughs> this. And like she needs to write that plot in a minute. Surely right. she can do like, that in two hours. Yeah, no big deal. It is wild. Yeah, you would think common sense, courtesy. And yes. it just probably talks, it's a testament to like how busy people get. And I have to believe yes, that too. I don't have yeah. bad intentions, but they okay. forget about speech sometimes. They just forget about us. It's not yeah. even sometimes, it's like all the time. Like when you were talking about like, oh, school is like fun and ABCs. I'm like, yeah, sometimes you don't even have your own room. Like you're doing therapy in a copy room or like in the library, it's whatever. Yes. I mean, it's, what's funny is like, I, obviously I loved it to stay. So it's like, as <laughs> As sad as it was, again, like what Lisa said, nobody does it to be like ill right. towards you. It just gets frustrating. Because at the end of the day, too, you'll do it. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like yes. the art is scheduled at 8.45 p.m. for 8.30 the next morning, and you'll still do it. Yeah. So it's kind of why. I know. The people that stick around will do that. Otherwise, they're the ones who are quitting before Labor Day. For Labor Day. Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, Bailey, were you going to ask a question? Sorry, I think I oh. interrupted. Oh. No, I was, I was just like, I'm still laughing about the arts. I'm, it's every, it's every discipline. It's all the time. It's always last minute. And you're just like, there's no way to do it. There's no way right. to do it. Even so. though it's like, maybe we should do an art calendar at the beginning of the year. It's so weird. <laughs> no, I will say the campus that I was on that did do art calendars. Oh, it was beautiful. I was like, like oh, a okay. universal one. Yeah, yeah. For like their whole campus. It was actually, no, I mean things changed obviously but you could at least be relatively prepared you know yeah. oh it was so nice yeah Bailey and I shared a campus one year that had a very hard-working secretary yes. first week of school we had that campus was very involved we had 175 special ed students and yeah. so we had they had to be planned out they had to be yeah yeah it was so nice. required. Yeah. We did four days a week. We held art. They held arts four days a week, almost every week. Yeah. That's no, it was crazy. wild. Yeah. That is and I mean, crazy. like, I felt so bad for that department chair, like the, the lead for that special <laughs> department. Cause I swear like that poor man all day, every day was in arts. Paper. And if he was not in arts, he was getting called on the walkie to go deal with the student. Like that was all this poor guy got to do. It was not intense. Great. I don't know why that makes me laugh because there's an SLPD she had called and she's like, Hey, like my principal said that like, we're only having ARDS on like Tuesdays of every week and that they have to be in person. Like everybody has to be in person, even like the parents and stuff. She's like, is that allowed? And I was like, no, <laughs> I mean, no, like, no, if you no. have a... <laughs> like if you guys have a set calendar day, that's fine. But like at the end of the day, if you're not giving parents... <laughs> opportunity to participate in any other way like you you can't do that and so she's like oh, okay that's what I thought like I guess I'll go let them know but it's just funny because it's like I know that principal wasn't trying to be mean or right. and they don't know that like hey it's significant that you provide them opportunity um but it was just funny that it was like written in an email and I was like can you just tell them to stop please tell them not that. to do that right oh it's always something okay are we do you want to tell her about the game Oh my gosh, Lisa. Okay. We are going to play such a fun game. Um, this I'm ready. Is, do you know the lyrics? We have selected. <laughs> oh, okay. We have selected five songs 
and it should be all your genre Lisa. I was like this is, is this is our 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 era like our yeah. age group okay not recent hits not recent no. hits. okay no so if you don't I'm get getting, this yeah. we're gonna be really upset yeah there's maybe one recent hit but you'll get that it's a very I'm big excited hit. to play this I saw this on the internet where a brother and sister were playing it when they messed up they were pushing each other into the pool if <laughs> only we had a pool <laughs> if only this happened oh my gosh but okay so I'm gonna start with the first one because it was my song choice okay I was just gonna say like you have to like control yourself not to sing it because I know know. that as we were I I will say for the listeners as we were getting ready and picking these songs like high-end sang the lyrics and I'm just like singing it as loud as I can I'm so happy we weren't recording at that point because the bloopers okay right are you ready Lisa this is your first one I think I'm ready okay okay so it's going to be forever, or it's going to go down in flames. Until it's over, that was worth the pay. You got to yeah. uh, the Okay. Uh, I love Tell it. it to the artist. What's the Who's song? The artist? You're doing great. <laughs> Hold on. Say, say your part again. Say your lyrics again. So it's going to be forever, or it's going to go down in flames. You can tell me when it's over. It's Good really job. Worth the pain. Got a lovely Starbucks love. Something. There you go. Starbucks. That you love the case. Like do you know the song? Like, do you know the singer? No. If I had a multiple choice, I could do this. Um, okay. Hold on. I think, I think Bailey has, her heart has no, just I don't. broke. If broke I had a multiple just... choice, I might be able to select it for multiple choice. I love you I so much. <laughs> All right, multiple choice options then. I'm gonna give you three choices. Here. Okay. Um, let me think. I gotta think of the three choices. So I spot them out quick and it doesn't give the answer away. You're far away. Absolutely. Um and it's pretty it's pretty recent. Is it Taylor Swift? Yes. yes! Okay. okay. Good job, Lisa. Okay, it's Taylor Swift. I was like, I can see it, but I can't invent <laughs> it. Okay. Do you know the title of the song? The game, the player, a player in a game. It's very close. Blank space, which is good. Honestly, kudos to you, Lisa. That was the that was the most recent song. Everything else is older. You got that was the most yeah. Recent. You got it. It was just funny how you're like. I think you're doing great. You're doing great. My other I'm favorite like, part. My other favorite part is she's like got a lot of Starbucks lovers. I'm like yes, the Starbucks lovers. Yes. Uh, you would be throwing me in the pool right now. I did not get that one. <laughs> I love it. You know what? Anyone that can jam to a Taylor Swift song is a friend of mine. That's all that matters. All right. Hi, Anne. Uh, okay. So the next one, um, you better get it. Uh, okay. So I'm just going to say it without singing. You are my fire. The one desire. Fire. You are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Don't want to hear you say that. <laughs> Good job. Okay, Backstreet Boy. Lisa. Absolutely. It was so funny because when we picked the song, like, Bailey was like, yeah, we need to do that song. I want it that way by NSYNC. And I was like, Bailey, what are you talking about? That's Backstreet Boys. That's the Backstreet Boys. And I was like, oh, are my you gosh. Okay? They kind like, of were the right. same. Like, they're they are the same. Year, you know. Five yes. boys. Yeah. And they're the exact like I bought both my dad actually bought me both of those CDs for my 12th birthday or something yes and it was this I mean yeah literally interchangeable exactly exactly um yeah (laughs) I could say that 
Okay, oh, I will not be judged if Instinct goes on tour. I am buying a ticket, even though I Same. made that mistake, listeners. All right, our next song. <clears throat> I know that I can't take no more. It ain't no lie. Baby, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> NSYNC. <laughs> good, so good job. Okay. This is tricky when you're saying it, not singing it. I know. Like I know. Right brain, left brain here. I'm like, this? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's super hard. Well, and that's why I was like, if Bailey sang it, I think it would give it like away quicker. Um, okay, it is true. You should know this one, but oops, I did it again. Well, I Brittany. played. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh sorry, I sorry. played what? No, I no, played no. with your heart. Got lost in the game. <laughs> oh baby, oh baby, baby. baby. Oops, <laughs> I love you. She's bringing out the Lisa knows the dance moves though. Britney Spears. All right, listen, we might have to pull the video and post this online because that's great. Yo, Lisa. There's a reason I come here today. Next time. Right. She knew this was happening. Whoa. So proud. Okay, Bailey. This one is, is, this one is, I forgot this song even existed until Hyann mentioned it. So she did. I did. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's that one too. Um, If you want to be with me, baby, there's a price to pay. I'm a genie in a bottle. You got to run. <laughs> Christina. Good job. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, my gosh. so funny because I was like, oh, yeah, we could do come on over or like what a girl wants. Those are like the best. And That's then I it. was like, or we could do genie in a bottle. And I was like, oh, I completely forgot that song was even like a thing. Y'all, I need the first song. Her first, like her first hit, I think. I think her first single. I'm pretty I mean, sure. Yeah, that CD for sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 1999. That's wild. We are yeah, it was like a really raunchy song when it came out. Like all the nine-year-olds were listening Which to it. Which also is why I wasn't allowed to listen to it, y'all. My parents were like, uh, we're going to put on Jesus music. Turn that off. <laughs> and Hi, so that's Christina. what we did. I didn't get to listen to Christina. It was so right. sad. She her her like target audience was like maybe a little young, but too yeah. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, Britney's was too. Like, yeah, hit me, absolutely. baby, one more time. My parents were like, no, absolutely not. We're not listening to that song either. And now the song, they, these seem so PG compared to the stuff I hear on the radio now, which makes me uh, yes, but yes, yes, absolutely. Some of the music, I'm like, what? Like what? Yes. What happened to like the heartbreak songs by NSYNC? Like, can we get some bring those back? Right. Some of the music. What is happening? Uh, wild. Oh my god. Well, you were you were five for five. I'll oh, did I get credit for the first one? Of course you do. I feel like I would have been in the water, but they I'll take it. <laughs> right. Well, you did get the name, which I was impressed. Like we didn't have to give you a multiple choice. So that's true. This it does yeah. take a long time for me to come up with a multiple choice that would make sense. I'm oh, like, there's no <laughs> sense with Taylor Swift in this. I don't understand. <laughs> Why doesn't she get but it? Lisa, the joke about this is that legitimately since we have begun recording this podcast, since our very first episode, at some point in every episode, I'm pretty sure I mentioned Taylor Swift. <laughs> in some way, it is right. mentioned. But it hasn't, right. I don't think I've mentioned it for a couple episodes. So honestly, listeners, we're back. It's time. Well, it was time to bring Taylor back. You took a break. Bring her back. And you're back. I really, I, I don't think so. 
failing. I think you've mentioned her in every. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm like, no, there's no way. No, literally. Like the last episode, Lisa was like, oh, I think this is episode like 13. And she's like, oh my God. she figures out how to always include her and then like we were playing we had a get do you remember her Roz one was she's an LSS well I guess they're called school psychologists now but and she was on and one of the questions were like who's inspiring and so Roslyn was like oh like that's a sweet one I, I don't think I have like an impactful story but I think it's my mom and baby is like mine say <laughs> your family sentiment is beautiful but do you know about this pop star how you can visit her? She's literally everywhere right now. Everywhere. Oh she kind of is everywhere. And I actually yeah. joke around with people a lot because obviously, like you guys remember my ended engagement of 2020, and I really wanted to get bangs at the time. You did get bangs. You did. And it was so funny because my sister-in-law wouldn't do it initially. She's like, I'm not giving you breakup bangs. And I was like, they are Taylor Swift bangs. And she's like, no, they are not. You just had an ended engagement. We are not doing this. And so she made me wait like three months to give me the bangs. Your bangs were really so good when you got them. They I were, you know, I still have them. It's just, I'm wearing a hat right now. So, they uh, but bangs. they're not my signature thing. Like I look good with bangs. It worked out. Oh no, they were great. They were wispy and you could like do your hair back, but still have yeah. bangs. Yeah. But still make it. That is my, okay. For listeners, if this actually gets posted to the podcast, <laughs> listen up. Bangs. I know people crap on bangs. They're like, they're not good. They're terrible. You can look so put together by just having bangs. bangs. I can literally not wash my hair for two days. As long as my bangs are styled and my hair, it it looks like I've done something. Yeah. You just put the volume in the front. Yeah. Yes. You wet them a little bit. You kind of wash them and then you do the curl brush. It's so, so good. Get bangs, y'all. Get bangs. I don't know, Lisa, if you know, but she went to Taylor Swift like twice. Like so I was just about there. to bring up concerts. I was like, speaking of Taylor Swift, and then you have Beyonce later, right? Yes, Beyonce yeah. tonight. tonight. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna Beyonce. Die. I just want you guys to know so she jealous. literally. I and like I heard Megan the well, I didn't hear. I know I have confirmed that Megan Desalian came out last night. So I'm like, who is she gonna bring out for us? I'm gonna be like, what if it's Taylor Swift? I mean, Bailey will Bailey. murder me. She'll kill I will me. kill you. I, I will drive. <laughs> I will drive to Houston personally to her and murder you. That is gonna be Well, and I did see. I should have remembered this. Beyonce's been driving all over Houston, mm-hmm. taking pictures yes! in her old yes! neighborhood. They're yes, doing like Habitat for Humanity and so sweet. I I forgot that she had started her like essentially like a foundation or like a giving thing, and it's called like Bay Good. Um, and so I know oh. that they were doing that when she came in or whatnot, but like y'all the concert, I feel like with Taylor Swift, we got out at like 11, 1130, right, Bailey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like, she started at eight. So we got out like right at 1130. Yeah. So my friend went yesterday and she told me like Beyonce was still performing at midnight. I'm going to be so tired. <laughs> it's going to be so worth it. Hi, Anne. Oh my I gosh. Know. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Right. On a work so night. When is it, when does she, when does it start? Night um it starts well it says eight on the ticket but everybody said she doesn't come out until like 9 30. oh yeah so which is totally fine so i'm not like in a rush to get there by any means but lisa we follow the calendar for the district that we work in and tomorrow is an off holiday oh very nice it's like yes. the their fall holiday the or whatever fall holiday. So like thank goodness yes Praise that Jesus. Is perfect. That yeah, they knew. Meant to be. They knew Beyonce was coming. Yes. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, like I, I really do agree. Like, I think we can all agree. This is the summer of girls truly running the world. And I'm like, this is the year of girls running yeah. the world. And I'm, I'm just here for it. Right. I love it so mm-hmm. much. It's so Wait, have you thank been you, to Beyonce and Taylor Swift and Barbie. It is pretty Margot Barbie. Robbie. Yeah, all of it. It's all. It's amazing. Did you see Barbie yet, Lisa? I haven't seen it. Have you? I have both? not seen it yet. No, no. Oh, I, I want to. Y'all, it's so cute. It's so is fun. It? It's just like, it y'all, but it's streaming now. It's it's yeah, it yeah, I saw it, that. I saw that it came out so you could buy it or rent it's it or It's so something. good, though. It was so cute. I liked it. It also made me cry a little towards the end, but like in a good way. And like a, yeah. A heartfelt. Way. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I, um, in my summer of golf girl vibes have been wearing so much pink because of Barbie I, pink hat. I went and played with a couple guy friends of mine and, um, I had like a hot pink shirt on and then I obviously have some hot pink golf balls, but I hit a ball and it was real bad. And so I was like, Hey guys, I'm sorry. I'm going to hit a second one. And I put my hot pink one down and he was like, Oh, you don't even have to apologize. Your ball matches your shirt. You hit however many you want. And I was like, thank you. Thank you you for that. It's just that on purpose. These like cute cute hot pink golf balls. Yeah. They were $50 to the normal $30 because they're hot pink. The pink tax. That's a thing. The pink tax. Yes. It's a it is a thing. And let me tell you, I see it so much more now as I play golf because anything that's branded for women is so much more expensive. Yes. Like I bought men's golf shoes just in a smaller size that like, you know, so, you didn't have to. I, so I didn't have to pay $70 yeah. because they were yeah. women's shoes. I'm like, this that's is insane. crazy. I think it's 30% more like the, the pink tax quote is yeah. like a average of 30% more and you compare two similar products. Yeah. So also, um, people, right. if you're branding or making things for women, can we make them affordable? I'm sure <laughs> there's somebody. You know what? I think it's hilarious that I'm over here being like, of course, those people would listen to this podcast. Make it affordable. <laughs> They're like out being rich, like not worried about us. <laughs> They're like these girls in Texas making some kind of podcast, please. No. Okay. I'm We're bringing awareness to, to everything right. that matters. Special education, <laughs> student oh. disabilities. Right. right. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. We really do focus on SPED, but we got to add in bits and pieces of life throughout, you yeah. know? Because how That's would they also, would they know us? It's like the best part. Exactly. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Well, we are so glad that you joined us, Lisa. We adore you. Thank and you. And you'll have to come so back. Much for having me. This has been a joyful hour. I can't believe it's already an hour. And this is right? how it happened. It really does. This is how it happens. No, we loved it so much. And I love the, I love that game. We need to do that more often. You are the first we've ever done that with. We typically Mm -hmm. do like word games, but that one was like the best, the song one. I love it. I love it. I agree. You did great. You did great, Lisa. Thanks for the encouragement. I needed that. I was not sure I was going to perform well. I was like, I might fail this time. (laughs) No, but I'm glad it was like all of the old songs that we grew up listening to. That was like the Mm -hmm. best part. That was the way to do it. Yeah. Um, so for our listeners, thank you so much for joining us again for another episode. If you would like to um, send us in a question or a story, or you want to share your own um, things about special education, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok. You can send us DMs. You can also email us at spadoris at gmail.com. That is S P E 
T-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thanks guys so much for listening. We'll see you in two weeks. 